0: In one loves person too. Isn't Guess what? The shenanigans ensue.
1: I'm Jane, and welcome to Shenanigans and Sue, A
0: podcast where I really knew he was the one when he offered to do my taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Acts of service. There you go. I swore I wrote that down immediately. I was like, acts of service. Yes, girl. (laughs) Because you felt so seen. Mm -hmm. I'm an acts of service queen.
1: Each episode, we'll watch a rom-com and discuss its merits as a member of the rom-com genre. We'll cover well-worn classics, hidden gems, and everything in between. We'll give you our unsolicited opinion on every trope, caper, and flim-flam the film used or maybe abused. And of course, the The shenanigans! shenanigans. (laughs) That's why we're here, to talk about shenanigans. That's why I'm anywhere. (laughs) Fair.
0: A lot of my choices are made with that in mind.
1: (laughs) For optimal hijinks.
0: (laughs) I love a hijink. (laughs) This episode, we are talking about a fresh off the presses Mm rom-com,
1: A Tourist Guide to Love. Yes, this movie came out a month ago and we are hitting it while it's hot. Also,
0: I don't know if this is true in other places, but it is Asian American History Month in America.
1: Oh. Yeah. Well, that's fitting. There you go. Because we're in Vietnam. Yes. <laughs> that's a good point to mention. Perfect. That we are in Vietnam for this
0: movie. I didn't just say that for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's hit
1: that plot synopsis. Yes. Travel executive Amanda has just been told by her boyfriend that he is moving to Ohio and wants a hiatus from their relationship. Big yikes. Yep. Her boss
0: decides to send her to Vietnam to get away and do an evaluation for a company they're considering acquiring.
1: There she meets tour guide Sin, who encourages her to be a bit more impulsive. Shenanigans, Shenanigans ensue. ensue. Yes, they do. Yes. Okay, so
0: I came to this movie a little bit skeptical I was looking into it a little bit and it's giving me eat pray love Mm -hmm. it's giving me are we going to take advantage of locals at their own expense like who knows what's gonna happen but it's
1: actually quite fun it is really fun I think I was also a little bit apprehensive when I first saw the synopsis. Yeah. And then I did watch the trailer just to do a tonal check. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> and I was very much reassured by the fact that there appear to be Vietnamese people involved, not only as actors in the movie, but as part of the creative team. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I didn't watch the trailer, but I did look up the production team. That was my
1: first step. I needed to know. (laughs) And after that, I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure because, you know, people can take advantage of their own culture too, but... Once I saw that, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be fine. We're not going to deal with any of this icky. Yeah,
0: I was very grateful for that. And they set it up actually really nicely. As soon as you meet the tour guide in country slash male romantic lead, he gets an immediate gag, putting her kind of in a position of being an idiot American who makes assumptions, which I like kind of appreciated that she took it gracefully. And like all these things were set up really lovely at the beginning. So you're set up right away where you're like,
1: Okay, this is going to be fine. Yeah, it's not going to be exploitative, and I think we both took a collective sigh of relief. Yeah, immediately <laughs> when we saw that <laughs> we we're like, okay, it's fine. We're not going to be clenching the whole time out of anxiety. Yeah, it's good. We can. I can declench. we can sit back and relax and just enjoy the movie, which we did. (laughs) Yeah, and it's
0: only like 15-20 minutes in that we meet him, so I was like, okay, cool.
1: Yeah, (laughs) so since you lightly touched on them meeting, let's dive right into those tropes so we can talk about the meet-cute. Yes, gosh, it's a really fun meet-cute. Okay, so we've
0: got for tropes. Type A versus easygoing. We've got going on a trip after a breakup. We've got the love triangle. I have a falling into water scene with both of them, actually. Very fun. Mm -hmm. We've got a dramatic dash to the train station this time. (laughs) A grand romantic gesture. Montage. A meddling grandmother. Ugh. I love a meddling mother, and the meddling grandmother takes it to a new level. Amazing. It's already (laughs) such a fun trope, and then you've got someone who is so unbelievably adorable. How can you say no to this grandma?
1: I don't know. I guess they don't. I guess no one says no to her.
0: They don't say no, ever. Great, perfect. So I answer my own question. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) We have a meet-cute. We've got an on-the-know soundtrack yet again. Love it. And asking someone what they wished for after they've made a wish. Which, silly. Yeah. I can't tell you it won't
1: come true. (laughs) Everyone knows this. (laughs) Why do people still continue to ask this question? Come now. I don't know. (laughs) And then, as an added treat, we have a soft... Soft focus. It's not a
0: full soft focus. It's just a
1: soft, soft focus. And it is delicious it's so dumb I <laughs> it's so much fun one could argue the soft focused in general is dumb because why we don't need it this one oh man
0: of all the soft focus scenes we've seen so far this one is a thing of true beauty not just because of the subjects of the screen oh but <laughs>
1: I'm dead. Let us talk about what I said we were going to talk about first, which is the
0: mute cute. Things. Stay on track. Okay, fine.
1: Meat cute. I'm trying to focus. You're trying to soft focus. But- mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you yourself are trying to okay. softly focus.
1: I, um, I'm trying so hard to keep it together right now. <laughs> you have no idea. Okay. That mute cute. So most rom-coms have a meat cute, but we don't always put it in the tropes. We usually do when it's really noticeable and extra cute that we feel we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And this one is extra cute. Yes. So Amanda is looking for the carousel so she can get her luggage and she goes up to Sin to ask him. And she actually uses Google Translate on her phone to ask in Vietnamese. And they're having like a miscommunication because of how she's pronouncing something or she's saying it wrong. And he lets it
0: go on for a solid 15, 20 seconds. Yes. Back and forth, back and forth. It's really funny. And then he reveals that he speaks perfect English. <laughs> she takes it really gracefully she does she's very embarrassed in a cute way yeah and he laughs it off honestly though like she was doing her best there she was trying yeah which is
1: lovely yeah and when she was like you didn't say you speak English and he's like you didn't ask So good. (laughs) So she was being like really well-meaning, which I'll give her credit. She didn't go up to him assuming he could speak English. Right. She went up to him trying to communicate in his own language, which we love to see. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We have all these ways of doing that now. We might as well take advantage. Yeah. (laughs)
1: So that was a very cute meet cute. It was really fun.
0: And it sets a tone immediately what kind of tourist she is. Yeah. How she tries to get
1: around. And it sets up the dynamic for their relationship really well too. None of it is taking anything too personally, too seriously. Yeah. And throughout the movie, they are like lightly poking jabs at each other.
0: They are. It It is a really sweet relationship. It's like a little cute, the cutes back and forth. Boop,
1: boop, boop. <laughs> yeah. Nuggets <laughs> of teasing. Yeah, it's like gentle teasing. <laughs> yeah,
0: that lost luggage is such a classic. I almost wanted to add that to the tropes.
1: Uh- Yeah, that is a trope.
0: But the lost luggage was really, really fun. And then they set up another running joke throughout the entire movie, which is that Sin has a guy. He's got a guy for
1: everything. (laughs) Lost your luggage? I got a guy. That temple is closed. I got a guy.
0: (laughs) It's very, very fun.
1: Yeah, that lost luggage scene was really good. And that actor who plays the airport staff. Yeah, at the information desk. Who's dealing with all these complaints. He also does it really well. It was very funny. <laughs> yeah. We didn't talk about the losing the luggage thing and how you said, this is why I don't check luggage.
0: I, mean, I've, I haven't checked a bag in, in 15 years. <laughs> I haven't I won't do it because of this very thing yeah it never happened to me I'm just too paranoid I can do two to three weeks in a foreign country in winter and still only have a carry-on
1: wow that's impressive I have a system I am paranoid about losing my bag as well but with my check-in I make sure that I pack extra pajamas extra underwear, enough clothes to see me through a couple of days. Like my carry on is so solid that Mm -hmm. I could survive for a good few days until I get my luggage. It's always worked. That's good. Knock on wood. It will never happen. (gasps) That's my that's my strategy. But okay, so let me give you the Jasmine method to travel.
0: So here's the thing. You've got the biggest carry on that you're allowed to have Mm -hmm. right now. What I do is I pick a color palette base. Is my base in black's or Browns. Pick one. You don't get both. (laughs) And now everything needs to fit this base. So... I have one pair of shoes that are typically like a boot and a walking shoe in one, and then one pair of really nice shoes. If it's summer, then I have a walking shoe that's like a sandal, and then I've got one pair of nice shoes. Those are the going out shoes. I pick one max two dresses that are for all the going out nights. I'm going to put those in there. I got it tucked away. You got underwear and socks for every day, obviously. For pants, you pick like two pairs of bottoms that are going to rotate in either the black or brown palette, and then all the shirts you could need minus two or or three days, depending on the length of your trip, because you're going to buy things. And so that's how you manage to make it work. I don't spend any extra space on shoes except for the one nice going out pair. I don't spend any extra room on all the pants that you aren't going to wear. You don't need that. You're on vacation. And my backpack, and that's my makeup and my toiletries, my computer or any other thing that I needed there. So that's how I manage to do everything. Carry on and personal item. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> yeah, that's the system. You're welcome. People carry all sorts of weird things with them <laughs> On trips you're not a fashionista at home what makes you think you're gonna need all these outfits away come on you know what I mean like some people really do care about this stuff but they care about it every day
1: of their life yeah those people I get it yeah that's true everyone else is you're, what are you bringing all that for when are you gonna wear that some people bring stuff that they never use and they bring it back home with them and it never left their suitcase Not one time. Exactly. And you
0: never bring as many outfits as you actually need for days that you're going to be away unless you truly don't buy a single article of clothing while you're away. Okay. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) What were some of your favorite tropes? I feel like it's so hard because this movie was... Very heavy on tropes and very, very classic with all of their executions. I don't know that they like played with any of them. They were all extremely straightforward and all very, very sweet and satisfying.
1: Yes. So I have a few. I feel like the one where they did actually have a bit of twist to the trope was the asking someone what they wished for after they made a wish Mm. and so the two of them are in hoi an and they put the lanterns in the water and you're supposed to make a wish yeah and sin asks amanda what she wished for and amanda says to sin oh i can't tell you otherwise it won't come true and sin sort of like pokes lightly at her is like oh you believe that why do you believe that And she asks him, well, what did you wish for? And he said, no, I'm not telling you. I'm not taking any chances, (laughs) which I thought was really a fun twist. (laughs) That was really
0: cute. See, that's the kind of cute little back and forth barbs that they put in. Those are fun.
1: Yeah, and it was a beautiful scene. They have the great, like, slightly intense eye contact looking at each other. Also very pretty with all the lanterns in the water. It was just a really sweet scene. Beautiful, beautiful scene. What about you? I know you love the meddling grandmother, but I don't want to choose for
0: you. No, I love the meddling grandmother, but also because they go to Sin and An's childhood village to visit grandmother for the celebration that's currently happening, Tet. And tit is a rebirth celebration. They also combine communing and respecting ancestors into this whole thing. It's mm. almost like a day of the dead meets rebirth.
1: It seems really beautiful
0: as a celebration. It does seem really beautiful. And so part of the celebration is traditionally you are to go back to your hometown. And so they do a off-the-beaten-path excursion on the trip. And spend a couple of days in the hometown for the actual celebration date. We meet Sin and An's grandmother, and we get a preparing for the celebration montage.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And they did a really excellent job. I feel like this is one of those scenes that in other movies they might have dragged on too long or you would have felt the pacing Mm. because we've gotten to this sweet place and they have to sit into the moments and they have to really establish why we're here. Mm. We're meeting these new characters. This is often a place where I feel like it drags. But I didn't feel that with this one. I feel like... The grandma was so fun. And the montage, they cut it in exactly when they needed it and they didn't drag it out too long. Yeah. And then we got to the
1: celebration. It felt perfect. And I think because they got the balance right with the grandmother being funny and they were hijinks, balanced with the more sentimental moments. Yeah. I and mean, you're right, they cut that montage really well and it looks beautiful but it doesn't go on for too long.
0: We're seeing all the preparation. We're clearing and sweeping graves. We're mm. tending to things and making sure it's all clean and fresh for the rebirth. We're seeing every little piece, but like you said, nice and tight. Yeah. So yeah, I really really enjoyed that entire section of the film I about only had two criticisms of this entire film and one of them actually is during the celebration oh yeah and that is I think they did her dirty on her fancy custom outfit reveal
1: I felt the same yeah
0: okay I was like this is underwhelming I feel like the other women and their kids have a better outfit yeah no I felt the same that's That ain't right. She needed to be a standout. It was a gorgeous dress and it was traditional and she had it custom made for the ceremony. Mm -hmm. You're meant to wear a brand new thing for a brand new year. And bright. And they put her in a real dark blue with like so-so embroidery. Yeah. I really didn't like that. She needed to feel special and she didn't in that moment.
1: I felt the same, especially because... You don't see the dress in the scene where Sinner's like, no, this is perfect. And Amanda's like, oh, but I don't usually wear something like this. And he said, well, why not try? And so they really build up that this dress is going to be spectacular. Yeah. And it was a pretty dress. It's gorgeous. But not worth all the hype.
0: And I feel like maybe because the pattern and print on the other families was so interesting and everyone else was wearing these beautiful, beautiful pieces Mm. that this dark blue felt mundane,
1: unfortunately. We needed a brighter color.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. It didn't make her pop.
1: It could still have been a blue, but maybe like a royal blue, so that it's just a little more vibrant. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Something. It was just not quite enough, which was so unfortunate. Yeah. So that was one of my two criticisms of the film. (laughs) I I still loved the rest of the montage, too, for the celebration itself. Oh, and
1: the dancing.
0: And the food. Oh, God. This movie made me so hungry. (laughs) don't watch this movie hungry eat first
1: this is valuable advice I texted Jasmine in the chat regret and I said I wish that I'd eaten before I'd watched this movie
0: and I already had that thought 20 seconds before I received the message like it was truly a feast for the eyes it
1: made me so hungry dying So yeah,
0: like that was probably my favorite part of the entire film. I feel like I learned a bunch of stuff I didn't know. This beautiful ceremony. Mm. Grandma doing the most. (laughs)
1: Grandma was amazing. I loved grandma. She has no chill. No chill. She was like, I'm
0: going to use my granddaughter to translate. And she's like, yes. what are your intentions with my grandson? And the woman's like, "Um, he's very nice. I'm enjoying the tour. And she's like, no, no, no. You know what I said. Not good enough. Yeah. She's like, you make him smile.
1: Explain. I love to see my grandson smile. I want to see him smile more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> damn grandma it's like wild ground okay yeah we can get into it more when we get back at the end but it's just like how is this even going to work with these two anyway yeah so that, that is yeah 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 logistically this uh, is an impossibility but let's continue let, Um uh, yeah
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, I was saying to a cousin of mine, I don't think I'm romantic, which is ironic given the content of the podcast we were on. But I'm overly practical. Yeah. That was one of my first thoughts. Where I was like, I know these two are gonna end together. How
0: is this gonna work? Yeah, honestly. Logistically. Since we're on it, let's just do it. Uh. I <laughs> I love that because they know that this doesn't make any damn sense, how are they gonna continue their relationship? Is she gonna live here? Mm-hmm. Is he gonna get a Visa, what the hell are we doing here? They end the movie on grand romantic gesture. She's run to catch him at the train station before he leaves. She gets to him, and mm-hmm. the little mopeds are circling around them, and they kiss. It's beautiful. And then it cuts to credits. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. They are like, we also don't know how to address this, so we're just gonna cut the movie here. Your imagination can fill in they the
1: blanks. They lived place. happily ever know. after. That's all you need to know. Like, there's
0: nothing. Don't ask any
1: questions, <laughs> and we'll tell you no lies.
0: Yeah, and I was like, okay. Like, yeah, sure. I'm glad you decided not to try to square that circle because I can't figure out how you were going to do it. So that was the place to cut.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And I was trying to figure it out in my mind. I was like, is she still going to work for her company and move over to Vietnam, get a Get some sort of visa where you can work remotely and help head up this section of the organization. Like, what's the plan, folks? Like a digital nomad or whatever? Yes, thank you. Digital nomad visa, which is becoming a thing. You know, I'm going to fill
0: in the blanks myself. (laughs) They open up a new... Asia branch of the tourist thing and she then becomes the vice president or president of yeah. the Asia branch and it's based out of Vietnam problem solved there we go
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that this is where both of our thoughts are I have to fix it make it make sense I'm too distracted
0: yes I was distracted I can't be happy for them no if I'm like how are
1: you gonna see each other again and this is where I feel like I'm a buzz kill but like that's <laughs> my own buzz I'm killing so whatever <laughs> It's like, can't you just watch it and enjoy the happy, romantic ending? No, absolutely not. It needs to make sense.
0: (laughs) I just also, like, when she finally does get to him and she reveals she's in love with him and she wants to, like, make a go of this. He also reveals that he got her the scarf and... In a true Asian romantic gesture,
1: he paid full price. Full price. He paid full price. Full price.
0: That's love. If my Asian mother taught me anything, is that you don't do that. And so that was the grandest gesture of them all. I just wanted to make sure everyone else.
1: What was also really sweet, so we have the callback to the scoff scene, we have the callback to. Crossing the street. We have the callback to crossing the street. Thank you. I know a guy. Yes, but how they <laughs> set this up was really cute because we do a twofer for callbacks. So, Sin asks Amanda, So what did you wish for? And Amanda says, Oh, I just wished for a happy life. Yeah. And Sun says, Basically, like, How are you going to make that happen? And Amanda says, I think I know a guy, meaning him, which is really sweet. Honestly, perfect. That was a really cute callback. And then
0: they kiss and then they cut to credits and you're like, yeah, they made it work.
1: (laughs) 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 They're both very resourceful people. They made it work. They figured it out. (laughs) And they
0: went on to have babies with beautiful heads of hair. That's it. Gorgeous.
1: They also did say Sin spent a good amount of his childhood years in America... And college, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. That's where I'm like, maybe they got a visa.
0: No, but they can't. Granny, you have to take Granny. I don't know.
1: Yeah, uh, okay.
0: We, we solved it. We fixed it already. Jazz,
1: let's not overthink it. Okay, fine, fine, <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Yes, we fixed it. We fixed it. It's good. It's good. It's good. My brain, we're done. Solved. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. I feel better. Okay, fantastic. Moving on.
0: <laughs> I also truly loved the love triangle and the way they executed it towards the end of the film. Oh,
1: yes. I love Ben Feldman, and it was so so. so weird to see him be like a total dipshit. I know. And like, that's the thing is even while he was being a total dipshit, he was still extremely charming. Right? How? Like, I don't think he can turn off the charm somehow. I hate what you're saying, but I have to listen really carefully to make sure that I hate what you're saying. (laughs) I hate what you're
0: saying, but somehow you've convinced me that it's not a moral failing. It's just a failing of ignorance. Right. I don't know how you've done this because I did not appreciate Topher Grace's dipshittedness in a similar way. No.
1: <laughs> but you did it. Maybe because Trofa Grace is just like a sad boy, sad boy and yeah. Ben Feldman wasn't sad. He's such a nerd, but he's not a sad boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's like very energetic and he's very misguided, Yeah, which... I guess we should mention, so we have a really fun scene at the top where Amanda's boss, Mona, says that her boyfriend, John, I believe, wants her to be home early.
0: Because Amanda's boss is like, no, you're going to get engaged. I booked you a manicure. <laughs> and Amanda is clueless. But
1: then eventually she's like, okay, maybe, <laughs> yes. And she goes home with the expectation that they're going to get engaged. And John goes about it so Badly. Like he's lit a candle. He's got the wine going. Oh my God. He's like, I don't know how to do this. There's mood lighting. Yes. All to say, I've gotten this opportunity. I'm moving to Ohio. I think we should take a hiatus from our relationship. I'm sorry, what? So (laughs) awful. And this is five years. We're not talking five months, folks. Five years. That is definitely something you run by your partner.
0: Before you accept. Yeah. And she takes him to task at the end because he ends up showing up in Vietnam because he regrets his decision. Also
1: misguided.
0: Yeah. And so he decides he wants to try to make it work somehow. He says a bunch of stupid things, puts his foot in his mouth about five times (laughs) and then she finally says to him, no, I don't want to do this. If you loved me, you would have asked me to move to Ohio with you. Mm -hmm. And just shuts it right the fuck down yeah and then they're done yeah like
1: what were you thinking what was he thinking legitimately because i think it's implied that they live together as well i'm not entirely sure but i think that's implied yeah five years dude
0: and if they live together Mm. what how
1: i don't this is what
0: i mean how did ben make us feel like we still like this guy
1: right (laughs) it's just ben feldman bravo (laughs) (laughs) he has so much charm because i still didn't hate this character i hated what he did i didn't hate him
0: and i hated everything he said but i was also like i get it i guess
1: (laughs) (laughs) to be fair you've realized he made a mistake he did this great romantic gesture to try and get her back yeah super misguided but somehow he pulled it off and i don't know
0: how How did he do that? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. He's the reason why Sin even finds out that the company's being acquired by Amanda. Oh,
1: that was terrible as well. He
0: bungles everything, even though he was specifically told, Mm -hmm. don't say anything. And then he says something. He's an idiot.
1: In front of everyone. And somehow I don't hate him. But with that as well super putting his foot in it. He's saying this because he's being supportive? Yeah. So he's congratulating her. He's so excited. He's so excited for. It. He's like, "Oh my gosh, well done. That's fantastic." He's like, "Why didn't you say anything?"
0: <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, oh my God, you're an idiot, but you're so
1: supportive. <laughs> you can't be mad
0: at someone like that.
1: Yes. And so you write about how they handled the love triangle because they didn't turn him into this cartoonishly evil villain. No. Twisting his mustache. And she was broken up. Like totally broken up. And if she hadn't met Sin and was still hung up on John, she might have found this grand romantic gesture super. She might have accepted. She might have found it like really sweet and endearing and yeah accepted because he came there with like I was wrong we should look at buying a house together I only need to stay in Ohio for the rest of the year I really want to commit to this relationship it could have worked but she met soon it could have
0: worked he went all in and I think it might have still worked if they didn't go on a walk and he put his foot in his mouth a bunch of times yeah uh. I was like, <laughs> really put off by the end of it
1: <laughs> me too he gave me the egg towards the end <laughs> But even then, with the, oh, it's so hot here, I was like, shut up, this is the climate. Yeah. But he still managed to do it in a way that was endearing. Yeah. What's your secret, Ben Feldman?
0: I don't get it.
1: I'm so charmed. <laughs> Ugh. Pretty privilege. That's the secret. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> We should talk about the soft, soft focus, because we buried the lead on it. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to put that in my shenanigans.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Let's make it the exit from the tropes and into the shenanigans, because shenanigan-wise, we're at the beach, people are playing in the water, and then we cut over to Sin, and he does the little mermaid <laughs> bursting out of the water hair flipped back and it's a gratuitous full abs coming out of the water body it's scene. so
1: gratuitous. Wet abs. Gratuitous. Like you can see individual drops of water on his bare chest. And this is why
0: it's a soft, soft focus is because he's in crystal clear clarity <laughs> while the background has become extremely fuzzed. We're trying Trying to emphasize, we're only looking at him. What color is the sky? I've forgotten. That's how much I'm focused, right in the center of what is happening. Dying.
1: Are there mountains? Are there trees? Who is knows? there any kind of scenery behind him? I don't care. No one knows. It's a mystery.
0: <laughs> Look at these abs. I I don't use gratuitous often.
1: Today I will. <laughs> it's so funny. I was cackling. Do we need this shot? No. Absolutely not. We don't. Does it need to be in a soft, soft focus?
0: No. No. This is where we are. And And I'm so (laughs) grateful for it. I'm glad it made the cut.
1: Yes. So dumb.
0: Oh, (laughs) my God. I love it.
1: It's so stupid. But it is delicious. Oh, my God. (laughs) Speaking of
0: delicious, Jane, when Uh Amanda calls her boss, her boss, is like, oh my gosh, you you have a thing for the tour guide. Is he yummy? And Amanda <laughs> gets so upset by this. And I was like, girl, if I want to call someone yummy, I will because I'm a feminist. And that's equality.
1: I think Amanda said something to the effect of, I'm a grown woman. I'm not calling anyone yummy. And then you and I in the chat were both like, and, and he Jesse is, is yummy, He's though. very yummy. It's fucked. <laughs> you can't
0: deny reality. No, you can't. Don't fight it. <laughs> Embrace. But I just like, I'm obsessed
1: with this boss honestly over and over again she is missy Pyle, and this might be a deep cut but she plays carol cross in the mentalist and she is amazing i love her yeah because i recognize her but not from that
0: i don't know she's been in a ton of stuff if you look her up you'll recognize her as well
1: yeah she has a super distinct look and she's really good she's so good she's so funny (laughs) She has one of my favorite quotes in the movie right at the top, where she says, God, I miss smoking in a crisis. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't condone smoking, but the way she said it was just... Excellent delivery. (laughs) And as a boss, she's just really funny because, yes, she is on Amanda's case for, like, these are all the things you need to look up and check with the company, Yeah, but she's also super invested in Amanda's budding romance with sin they're very
0: good friends really funny
1: yes which can get messy because of power dynamics but mm-hmm. honestly
0: they seem like they're great friends
1: yeah and it seems like they have a really good balance with their working relationship and their friendship yeah so that's really good too
0: just to like also give you more insight into the character development when she feels that Amanda's going to be proposed to she said I've been married nine times I know the signs yes
1: nine. Oh, nine
0: not three and somehow again (laughs) I still find her incredibly charming and she's like what maybe in her 40s somehow she delivered it and I was like it probably wasn't your fault all nine none of them were your fault I like you a lot Also,
1: the way she delivered it was so (laughs) casual a real throwaway yeah it took us a second to be like wait did she say nine did she really say nine she did I mean damn good for her
0: (laughs) I mean, not, but
1: from the perspective of she got game. I wonder how many
0: of those were annulled. (laughs) (laughs) at least half of them had to have been annulled goodness I don't even know how you would do all this this is wild
1: if you think of Ross having an existential crisis over being divorced three times and friends oh my god I mean he got nothing on her yeah she's just like yeah what of it yeah love this energy take note of my expertise in the situation They do a really
0: fun combo of shenanigans Mm -hmm. towards the beginning of her trip. They've gone to the market and there's all this gorgeous food. That's when I first became very hungry. (laughs) And we're looking around. There's all these beautiful clothes and items that you can purchase, tchotchkes, what have you. And she goes to try to get a scarf and is very willing to pay the $10, which I honestly agree, very fair. And Ins- Sid insists she needs to haggle. I, I hate haggling. I
1: also hate it. Just, I don't want to do it. I don't care enough. I do understand, <laughs> but I I'm not good at it. I feel embarrassed. Yeah, I have too much social anxiety to try to haggle. Yes. Mm.
0: I get my dad to do the haggling if I want something. <laughs> if you like to and you're good at it, good for you. I love this for you. Me?
1: uh-uh. Mm-mm. Even though I know it's the cultural expectation. Yeah. They give a price, you go half, and then the haggling begins. And to me, it's not fun. It's like, I want that thing. What's the price for that thing? Do I think the price is fair? Yes, I'm gonna pay for it if I feel like I can't afford that thing for that price. Then I'm not. But that's it. Yeah. But respect to you if you can do it.
0: Yeah. But um, they set up this whole scene and then Sin convinces her to walk away. They do and then the merchant doesn't go for it. And so she doesn't get the scarf. And so, of course, we all know she's gonna get the scarf. It gets revealed at the end as, like, a final gift from Sin before he's about to leave. That was a fun little setup. Yeah, it was really sweet. It was either right before or right after she's being introduced to new things. Another fun shenanigan, the durian, which is apparently smells like a
1: rotting corpse. The- durian i've never smelt it myself oh my goodness yeah durian i've tried durian and it smells so bad that in fact in singapore you will be fined something like 500 singaporean dollars for bringing durian on public transport you can't it is potent apparently You have to try it three times before you acquire the taste for it. I guess I need to try it a couple more times to acquire the taste, but it was rough going the first time Rough. Yeah,
0: I've heard texturally it's so creamy and
1: whatnot. Yeah, the texture is not the issue for me at least. But for this scene, what I actually really liked about this shenanigan is the whole tour group gang is together and they're talking about durian and how it smells so bad and they're egging Amanda on to try it and she tries it and she actually likes it. And I did enjoy shifting how a scene like this usually goes, which is like, oh, this gross foreign thing tastes awful ha ha ha. Right. Cringe. Have everyone like laugh at the fact this weird quote exotic thing is so awful. That's not nice. So I really appreciated how they handled the scene. Mm -hmm. We still had shenanigans.
0: Yeah. But she liked it. And then that led beautifully into she tries to go back to get the scarf. The tour group goes ahead of her. The booth is now closed. She can't get the scarf. She goes to meet up with them. They're across the street. So she goes to try to cross and almost immediately gets run over by one of those Mopeds. And as many of you will know, what you have to do is just cross confidently and slowly. You keep a pace and you don't change that pace. They move around you. That's how you cross a street in some of these like South Asian countries.
1: Yeah. So. And you don't stop. You cannot. In the middle of the road. You have to keep going. You cannot stop and you cannot go back. No, you pick a pace and you continue. Yeah. That's it. I will attest to the fact that it is terrifying, but this is how it works. Yeah. And you have to do it. And so we've set
0: it up that she's very scared to go across the Streets and goes and gets her and walks her across. And then that comes back again at the end when she must cross the street by herself to get to him, which is like this mad dash slash romantic gesture and whatnot. It's very cute. Yeah. Um, so they do all these little trios and they set it up right at the start of the film. She's just got to this country and they put all of them together and they kind of like all lead you into this beautiful climax at the end. But here's where I got really frustrated. <laughs> Jazz got so salty about this. I'm so salty about this. They put this all right at the beginning of her trip and right at the beginning of these two meeting. So I was forced to think about the entire film. The fact that this woman who's supposed to work at a tourist agency doesn't know (laughs) these extremely basic facts about another country? and I was like absolutely not I'm not buying it and you've taken me out of the film and I'm very irritated (laughs) you are telling me this woman who loves this work who loves travel (laughs) she's never seen a single episode of Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown so that she doesn't know what a durian looks like and how to cross the street absolutely not
1: absolutely not okay fair enough with the durian with the crossing the street thing why it didn't bother me so much that is more (laughs)
0: common knowledge than the durian I think
1: really I knew about durians first before I knew about the crossing the street thing. Really? Yeah. I feel
0: like a lot of people, well, a lot of people in my country especially are never going to see a durian. But if you watched one of those shows... If you're interested in travel at all, and you have a guidebook that you're reading religiously and trying to tell your tour guide to take you to places in it, and it doesn't say anywhere in there how to cross the street, you've not seen a video?
1: Let's go find a book and no. see about crossing the street.
0: I bet it's in there. I promise you it's in there. That's why I was like, mm-mm, this doesn't seem right. She needs to be more of a stupid American for this to make sense to me. You're not a sophisticated woman who travels a lot and
1: doesn't know what a durian is. <laughs> I don't. I <laughs> don't. (laughs) I could suspend my disbelief because I was just like fine, we need to educate the audience through her, so I guess this is where we're going. Mona did say that Vietnam is becoming a newly popular destination, so meh. (laughs) it's not great but like whatever but it's like all of those countries no it's true
0: all those southeast asian countries it's a very similar vibe yeah like a lot of similar foods there's a lot of shared culture and so all of those countries you would cross the street the same way you've
1: not seen any of the travel shows there's durian in all of those countries as well
0: (laughs) i don't know why it bothered me so bad but i was like it could have just been her getting to the street and being like oh i know what i'm supposed to do (laughs) i'm just scared
1: Yeah, you're right. They could have altered it. Not that she's clueless. That scene was really nice, though, Sin helping her. Yeah. He came back to fetch her. And you have that moment where he puts his hand out and she puts her hand in his hand and they walk across the street together. It's very lovely. Also,
0: just like he steps into that street with so much confidence. Mm -hmm. And he's just like casually walking across the street nice and slow. He's got this little grin on his face. Yeah. The wind of the mopeds zooming past (laughs) him. is blowing through his hair they really
1: mm, mood it's yes. like such a mood <laughs> oh speaking of the hair I love the length of his hair and his grand is like you need a haircut and I was like nope no, no grand shut up right now that hair length just the way it is
0: it's perfect I love that grandmother and I would have told her to shut it <laughs> Dead.
1: Yes, because without the hair, we wouldn't have had his little mermaid scene. We wouldn't have had his hair blowing gently in the breeze by all the, the mopeds. mopeds. <laughs> we needed that. Yep. <laughs> Jasmine, we needed that. Oh, I know. Trust. We wouldn't have had him raking his hands through his hair when he was stressed out. Oh my God. You know? So many full head of hair rakes. Gorgeous. Over and over. Super distracting. Anyway. So funny. Let's focus. I'm getting flashbacks to us talking about jesse williams in your place or mine i don't
0: care i mean but here's the thing is like i'm just finding out about this dude i knew about jesse yes
1: yeah i think that's part of it
0: this guy is new on the radar so i don't have a point of reference i'm just (laughs) meeting him and his
1: abs (laughs) i had to pull away from the mic for that laugh that like came from my soul like hi here's me here's my abs Scott Lee everyone meet him his abs his long hair and his smolder it's a welcome meeting for real though oh okay
0: since you know we're about where we need to be this movie is if I'm gonna give it a fun fab or a
1: fail this movie is really fun it is it's a really fun movie and it's so sweet Mm.
0: I came to a discovery for myself. This is not my favorite movie of the funds. It's probably lower on the end of funds that we've given. And that's just a me thing. That's not about the movie at all. I think that I like more jokes. Yeah. So I like more of a comedy romance. <laughs> and this is truly a romantic comedy. Yeah. So less laughter more heartfelt sweetness it's
1: really it's a good watch it's a really sweet movie for me it's on the higher end of the funds so for me it's like on par with a castle for christmas where i'm rating the fun and i think the chemistry is really good i think how they handle the tropes is so satisfying. Yeah. It's also a really visually beautiful movie for me.
0: Beautiful.
1: Really gorgeous to watch. I really appreciated the fact as well that the characters who speak Vietnamese speak to each other in Vietnamese This is a me thing. It's a real pet peeve of mine.
0: It's such a pet peeve of mine that I actually think maybe on the cousin doesn't actually speak Vietnamese. Maybe she speaks another language because she didn't do that. And it was extremely distracting to me.
1: She did. Uh, was it a little bit? did she speak Vietnamese a bit? Maybe a little bit. This one scene, I was starting to get irritated because An and Son were talking to each other in English for That's quite a while. That's the one I'm thinking about because it drove me crazy. Yeah, it was driving me up the wall. I was like, why are these two speaking English? They were in private. English? Didn't make
0: any sense. And then
1: when they started to get into the more emotional stuff, then they switched to Vietnamese. And I was like, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it. Okay, I'm glad we got there.
0: I wondered if she spoke it fluently or if they just gave her some lines. Because mm. like that scene was so distracting to me. I
1: was really distracted and I was really relieved when they did switch over. Because it went on too long. It went like, on too long. speaking English! Yeah, you guys are <laughs> private. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, this
0: was a really fun movie. It's less comedic but extremely high on the tenderness yeah.
1: quotient. And very light-hearted. It's not a heavy romance. Right, not heavy. No, no, no. I think some of what you were missing for yourself is that obvious of overt banter yeah and because of the nature of their relationship it's established almost straight away that they attracted to each other yeah there's no coyness to it there's no enemies to lovers vibes right they meet There's attraction and they immediately start building it which is really sweet to watch but then it doesn't really lend itself like other movies where you have that high shenanigan, balls-to-the-walls, full-out comedy. It's like a really sweet, slow, bold... And
0: I like at least some full-out comedy. I feel like they kept all of the full-out comedy to Granny. Yeah. And so I only got 20 minutes of big comedy.
1: Yeah. Still a fun movie. Highly recommend. Very fun. Gives you all the warm fuzzies.
0: A surplus of warm fuzzies after that one, for sure.
1: And now... Uh our favorite segment favorite you know what it is give me the cheese give me the cheese please i love cheese (laughs) i love cheese and i love this cheesy segment okay so um wait do we remember what was the last one what did we do it was a cinderella story i think i went first okay so three two two, one one. white stilton with apricots (laughs) nice I'm so excited okay 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 so I'm (laughs) gonna go first okay so I chose banh mi which is a Vietnamese type of street food it's a bread yeah because I've had a banh mi before oh okay awesome stay with me here because the cheese does come in okay in Vietnam the most Popular cheese is the laughing cow cheese <laughs> and a loaded banh mi, they put laughing cow cheese on it That's for like so weird. extra decadence, right? <laughs> so a lot of these South Asian countries... It's not very dairy heavy. It's not really cheese heavy. And so it's so interesting that laughing cow is the number one cheese in Vietnam. And I couldn't get a definitive answer as to why. Interesting. But anyway, banh mi. For those of you who don't know, banh mi is a Vietnamese street food. It's a sandwich. It is laughing cow cheese if you have it fully loaded. And then it can have meat on it, coriander, aka cilantro, it's like amazing. And so, why I've chosen the Bon Mie stand in for this movie is because it's a blending of two cultures, which is ah. what we have in this movie. Cultures. Yes. Like cheeses, too. <laughs> I love you. I'm not sorry. Nor should you be. That was outstanding. So, when the French colonized Vietnam, they brought their French baguettes with them. This combined with local flavors such as coriander and other spices and chilies, they made this banh mi, which is a staple in Vietnamese street food. Much like this movie, bringing Amanda and Sin together to make some beautiful fusion romance Mm -hmm. the bringing of the french and vietnamese elements together makes a delicious snack that's so fun that's that that's a fun one because i was like banh mi we have the sandwiches (laughs)
0: here i don't want to say that i don't like banh mi's because i've only had american ones Mm -hmm. i just find them so sweet is it sweet over there sweet That's interesting. They add so much sugar in the marinades here that I I find them unpalatable. To the bread? No, the marinades and the
1: meats. Oh, that's interesting. That might be an American thing. Oh, thank God. But I don't think it's meant to be sweet. They're so sweet here. And I don't like that. I'd be quite surprised if it is sweet just given the lack of sweetness in food and that part of the world in general. Yeah. Okay, thank God. I've gotten banh mi's before
0: and every single time I'm like I hate this. It's filled with sugar somehow.
1: Oh no. And I've keep trying. Jasmine, this is your sign to go to Vietnam just I to gotta check. Go. That's the only reason to go, just to check. Are banh mi supposed <laughs> to be sweet? Are Americans ruining
0: everything? Let's find out. So my <laughs> my cheese mm, is yes. a white stilt with apricots because, speaking of... Segue. Mm. I don't care for sweet things.
1: I'm a savory <laughs> gal. Me too. Savory. This
0: is why we're friends. Exactly. <laughs> and so like a white Stilton, which just to get this out of your head right now, people will usually hear Stilton and think of the Stilton blue, but a white Stilton is a young Stilton. It's not a blue. It's very mild. It crumbles almost like a feta. It's got that consistency that's kind of chalky and then it melts in your mouth. And it's delicious. Yeah. And this specifically is the one that's filled with apricot pieces like the little dried ones and i picked this because this is an excellent cheese that plenty of people love that i don't like as much the apricots are a little too sweet for me Mm, mm -hmm. much like this movie was a little sweeter than I wanted it to be and I wanted this movie to have more bite Mm. that's not because it's a bad movie just it's not my palette as much so I felt like this was a perfect example of a cheese that's well loved but not my favorite Mm. and I also liked the idea of like the apricots almost feel like they're a little out of place much like this solo Single lady out in another country but she manages to work it works out and so I don't have anything grander than that little too sweet for my taste this woman is out of place a little bit but it still manages to work and that's why this cheese for me is a white stilton with apricots Mm,
1: that's great (laughs) it's like a very thoughtful critique
0: yeah it's not you it's me
1: yeah yeah (laughs) well there you have it that was our discussion of A Tourist's Guide to Love.
0: Let us know your thoughts on the movie. Any shenanigans we might have missed
1: or what cheese you think it is. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod. Or you can email us at Pod at gmail.com. And we strongly suggest you follow us on Instagram. Yeah,
0: please do. We have lots of little fun things for you to answer questions, make suggestions, what have you. And so with that said, we hope you'll join us next time. And until then, a tourist tourist wants wants to escape escape life. A
1: traveler traveler wants to experience it. it. Bye. Bye.
0: When Ben shows up in Vietnam. Amanda, stop. Please stop looking at your ex in Straight to Sin. Like, he's not going to be able to see you looking straight at your new man. I can't. Oh, so stressed out. I was like, this is so awkward. It was
1: great, but it was so awkward. Throughout the movie, they were always sharing these smoldering looks at each other. And now it's just panic. Yeah. And then when they're sitting in the circle where Ben Feldman is there, and still looking at her in that way. It nice. Stop it. Stop. 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 <laughs>